Yeah, it's your boy Ray Ray on the mic. Let's go. Mic check, mic check. Welcome to On the Mic with Ray White, where we share life lessons, encourage self-reflection, and equip you to take action. My name is Ray White, and I am juiced. <laughs> I don't know why that was funny. I am juiced that you're taking time to listen to this episode today. And this podcast is a platform that is just sharing stories that engages, equips, and encourages you the next generation to take action and to step into your purpose and by sharing my own stories of trials triumphs and lessons that i've learned the whole goal is to be able to encourage you to reflect on your own story and have the confidence to share it with others because you never know how your story can possibly impact someone else and hopefully give them encouragement give them hope and help them feel like a sense of belonging to bridge people between between themselves and the community. And so we're continuing this series called Stop Tripping. In this whole month, I've just been sharing this thought process, this perspective, actions, perspectives, things of that nature that's just tripped me up, that have tripped me up in the past. And we're starting 2020 with a new perspective, with a fresh look at areas that we can shed Put to the side, put the husband on them, you know what I'm saying, and take steps towards moving forward in our purpose. So in the previous episodes, make sure you check those out and listen to them on your favorite podcasting app. The first one we talked about was stop waiting, which was this encouragement to take action today. And the next episode was stop being busy, which is sharing how busyness doesn't always equal success. So being sure that we just stop being busy just to look busy but to be focused on the things that we need to take action on. The next episode from that was Stop Scrolling, which is two-part. Yes, get off your phone, social media. It's good, but not all the time. Take some steps back. But also with the perspective of moving from a consumer to a producer, taking action, putting skin in the game, and not just letting life pass you by. And then the fourth episode in this series was Stop Overthinking, <laughs> which was all about just encouraging you to take an action, make a decision and go. 80-20, you know what I'm saying? Get the majority. Don't have to figure out every logistical detail. Just take the action and move forward. So be sure you check out those episodes on your favorite podcasting app, whether it's Apple, Google Play, Anchor FM, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever that may be. Please check it out, OTM, on the mic with Ray White, on those listening platforms. And while you're at it, since you own your phone already, please take a moment to take a screenshot of this episode, wherever you're listening to this episode, and put it up on your social media feeds, whether it's your Insta stories, your Facebook stories, your tweets, whatever, man. Put it up on there. Let people know that you're listening. And then tag me, at Ray Devante, or at OTM podcast. Make sure that you tag me in those areas too, because I want to know, know that you're listening and I want to share this with my community as well. 
So, yes, here we go. A new episode for you in the Stop Tripping series. This one is the last one of the series and it's titled Stop Playing Timid. Stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> so take a listen to this episode titled Stop Playing Timid and I'll catch you on the other side. So I mentioned before in previous episodes that I did football and track in college. And this is a story that relates to my very first track meet at Willamette. So I was getting ready to go, right? My events for that day was high jump and long jump. And to put in perspective, I really enjoyed jumping. Jumping was my events, but to put in categories, triple jump was the first, Long jump was the second and high jump was the third in order of my preference, my favorite. I really enjoy triple jump. High jump I can do because I did it in high school, but I wasn't really that like confident in it. But regardless, I was attempting. <laughs> You'll see why in a minute. I was attempting to do that event anyway. So my very first meet, my freshman year, I'm 18 years old. It is about a cold day in Oregon in like late March, right? And you know, I'm used, I'm getting used to jumping in the cold. I never jumped in the cold before, but you know, whatever. So, you know, I'm, I'm sweat up, you know, I got, I'm got layers on layers. I'm ready to go. And this is my first time 18 year old jumping with these other people who were also from other colleges. And while I was there, I don't think I even warmed up (laughs) because I was too busy watching these other jumpers in their warm-up and in their attempts. And they jumped with ease. Like, they were jumping with so much ease. They, they were, like, in their – they weren't even in their track spikes. They, they were in their, their training shoes, just in their sweats, just boop, just over the net or over the bar. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> okay. Ain't nobody tell me that these people were jumping out the gym like that. Like, how am I supposed to know? You know, it's my very first time in this space. And they were jumping with so much ease that made me nervous. It made me so nervous. But, you know, I was like, I'm a competitor. So I'm like, yeah, I ain't going to leave. I ain't going to leave. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to finish out my thing. I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm going to make it the next round. So my name comes up. It's the opening height. You know, it was like 5'8 or whatever, 5'9", 5'10", something like that. And... My first attempt, I hit the bar. It's like, all right, all right, cool. Got it. Yes, we got it, we got it. So did it again. You know, I'm in, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not in my sweats. I, I stripped all the way down. I'm in just my, my basic track gear. Did it again. and didn't clear the bar. You get three ties at this, three tries. The third attempt, I'm like, all right, cool. I got, you know, I, I'm a, I like to get a lot of momentum to the bar, make my curve, hit my penultimate, and get over, over the bar. And my third attempt, didn't clear it. I didn't make it. <laughs> Opening height, my very first meet, I did not clear the height. <sighs> so embarrassed. But not that embarrassed because <laughs> I didn't jump, high jump after that. <laughs> that was my first and last collegiate attempt in jumping high jump. I'm so scared. I don't even want to look at the numbers uh, uh, look at the look at that particular score. I didn't even look. I didn't look back. Talked to the coach. Coach and I had an agreement. We moved on from it. Now, then, from that on, I focused on long jump and triple jump and had more of a successful time in that space. 
But I share that story to talk about just how being timid affects your playing. Being timid affects just your position, affects your thought process, affects your actions. And in that moment, I was so scared. Like I was so scared to be it be there even though i've done it before like i've jumped higher than 510 before i've jumped higher than open height but i just couldn't do it at that moment i felt so inadequate even looking at dudes who were shorter than me in their full-on sweats their baggy sweats and training shoes jumping like it was nothing like i was so intimidated and i felt inadequate and out of place and that was all a result of just why i was so timid and was really just hesitant in jumping well at that particular moment. And if you haven't caught on, playing timid just leaves you very hesitant. It leaves you very with, with low confidence. And it just makes your actions, any type of action you take with just so much conservatism that holds you back. Like it just keeps you just constrained. And I and I process like why? Like I process why timidity affects us so much or like what are the situations that affect me so much you know playing timid like we get in timid situations when we are in spaces that are unfamiliar to us like the unknown makes us play timid nobody likes to be in unknown positions nobody does like for me at a track meet that was an unknown space for me being able to be in a space where jumpers are jumping with no issues (laughs) yo let me take a step back (laughs) <laughs> so that was something that I thought about quite often is, you know, I, one reason why we play timid is because we're in unknown positions. Another reason why we play timid or we're in, we act timid or are timid in situations is we are, we haven't seen success yet. Like success is something that hasn't been experienced or exposed to us yet. Makes sense. I didn't see success at, high jumping before because that was my first time high jumping in that particular moment now granted i could have channeled like my thought process and time in high school but i was so intimidated by my environment the unknown environment that i was in it hindered my thought process of what success looks like and then the last thing that timid playing timid does or why we get timid is we're afraid to fail which is ironic because by being afraid to fail we experience failure quickly (laughs) that was foreign to me before that moment or maybe I didn't have the words at the moment but like I was so afraid to fail in jumping that I failed anyway like I was like you know what I should have I should have had different perspective I should have different thought process of just how I approach failure rather than being so afraid to fail that it just led me to failure anyway it was like an inevitable decision that happened and I remember my dad telling me in back in peewee football days that you can't play scared playing football like you can't play scared period you can't play timid is another way to put it if you got to be the aggressor you got to be the one that's being aggressive first because they're gonna be aggressive to you (laughs) you know they're gonna be they're gonna be hitting you so it's best to hit them first before they hit you otherwise you're gonna get hurt you're gonna get hurt and that makes sense when you play timid, if you are timid, you're going to get hurt. You're going to experience failure. You're not going to see success if you play timid already. Rather, play in a position of boldness. Play in a position of taking action and moving forward through the timidity 
and saying, you know what, I'm still going to give it my all. I'm still going to go forth with it. And if and and it's going to make the win that much sweeter because I gave my full effort to it. And if I lose, I know I give it my all. I know that I've given it my all. So that was something that really hindered back, really honed in when I thought about football. I just wish I translated that to, to track, to high jumps more specifically. So transition, you know, after after that, you know, I moved forward and focused on triple and long jump, didn't return back to high jump. And I often wondered, like, if I had a different perspective, if I was able to work on not being timid in high jump, would I've seen success? You will never know. But we move forward from that and we transition to now I am a new leader, first time leader in my at the hospital. So I work in healthcare IT. I got this position. I'm a young leader leading 32 staff members who have <laughs> 32 personalities, different multi functions within the IT space of healthcare. And this was so foreign to me, like brand new. And I was like, yo, you know, I don't have the knowledge of healthcare or IT or data or these people, or I'm young and I am you know, a person of color, you know, like I got all these things stacked against me. So many cards that can, that would equal up to failure that would equal up to me losing yet i had enough experiences of being in foreign in in unknown situations to where i remembered that i can't play timid like i can't play scared or i can't be if i am scared how do i transition that to be able to meet my need of success so with that perspective i was able to step into this leadership position with this perspective of, you know what? Yes, I see the cards. I see it. I'm aware. Yes, I'm not going to let that stop me from doing the work that I need to do that I know I can do. So I'm stepping into this with more boldness, with more courage, with more action, and making sure that I meet the needs that are needed in this space and not just shy away and be timid and scared. Now, I will say this. There were a few moments where <laughs> I was a little nervous. Like, I was like, ah, uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's a cutout for me, but I recalled on that experience of me playing track and I didn't want to quit. Like I didn't want to let my any type of failure, any type of decision be the uh, opposition that I face result to me quitting. So I took the steps. I said, yes, I'm stepping in. I stepped in the muck. I stepped in the dirt and said, I'm going to help figure this out and work my way through this to find success somewhere in this space. And not be so scared and not be timid while I am here. So here's my main point. Here's the main point that I want to share with you. Playing timid holds us back from reaching our fullest potential. But playing boldly expresses confidence that we can maximize our opportunities. Let me say it again. Playing timid holds us back from reaching our fullest potential. But if we play boldly, if we play with confidence, we get to maximize our opportunities. Simple as that. If you're scared, you're going to play scared. If you're scared and act scared, you will continue to be scared. But if you're scared, if you acknowledge that you're scared, if you acknowledge what it is that's making you scared, and then transition that and have a different mindset and different framework towards that to then still move anyway, you'd be able to see opportunities in the areas that you may not have known that were there. Boldly 
step into any situations. That's what we need to do at all times is to boldly step into situations with the fear, with the unknown, with everything that we experience and just find a way to succeed because you know, we're there for a reason. The position that you're in, the places that you're in, the spaces that you inhibit, that you are a part of, there is a reason why you're there. And it's key for us to know what that reason is. If you're scared, if you take a step back, if you're hesitant, if you're very conservative, you will, it'll take a lot longer for you to know what you are there for. What is your purpose in that space? But if you boldly know that, hey, I'm here, how can I do the most while I'm here and make the most of the opportunity while in this space? You'll be able to identify those areas where you find the passion, where you find the purpose and step into that with some core, with more and more confidence because you already are stepping in there with boldness and confidence. And just know that you have the ability to play boldly anyway. Like the capability is within you. If you reflect on the other successes, the other situations, experiences that you've been a part of, I'm sure you'll be able to find in your life opportunities where you were like, yo, like I stepped into that. I ain't know nothing about that, but then I succeeded there. How can you use that example, that experience, and transition that to your new context, to a new situation, a new story, a new experience, and channel that, transfer that situation, transfer those lessons into this context and be like, you know what? It may not be the same situation, but it is a similar context to where I can apply those same lessons and same knowledge to my new space. We got to change the mindset. We got to reassess what success looks like. How can we reassess what being bold looks like and step into that in that space and stop playing timid. 2020, stop playing timid, stop playing scared. So how do we do that? How do we do that though? I share some tactics, but here's some couple of tactics that I definitely wanted to make sure that you were aware of to help you move forward in boldness, be in operating in a, a position of boldness. The first thing we got to do is to define your learning cycle. How do you learn? How do you retain knowledge? How do you uh, learn? How do you share? How do you go about applying that knowledge to turn into wisdom? Few people do it differently. Some key elements in that is just knowing what the objective is, knowing how to practice and to actually experiment with the in the context that you're a part of use reflecting techniques like learning like asking what did i learn what what went wrong what went well what can be approved on and then repeating that same process so knowing the objective practicing what you know and then reflecting on the things that you know and then repeating that over and over again the iterative cycle of continuous learning that is one opportunity to help you play boldly is to know how you learn and to develop a cycle for you to continue to learn and apply that in every context. That's the first one. The second one, define your competitive advantage. <laughs> when I reflect back on my track story, my competitive advantage was triple jump, long jump. I was a lot better in those events than I was in high jump because the ultimate goal, the ultimate objective was to help Willamette University win the track meet. And the way I can win that track meet was to, to lean onto my strengths and was to find my lane 
so that I can step into that space and excel and succeed and win. What is your competitive advantage? What are the things that are gaps within your areas that you can step in and help fill with your unique skills, with your unique strengths, with your unique experiences and be able to lean into that because that will help you play boldly into areas where other people may not necessarily be active in. So first, define your learning cycle. Second, define your competitive advantage. And third, define your people. Who are the people around you that are helping you become successful? Your community. Find a community of folks who are, who know you, who know your strengths, who know your weaknesses, who can tell you like it is, who can be like, yo, that ain't you. <laughs> High jump may not be your event, but triple jump might be. Shout out to my coach. <laughs> Find those people around you who are able to step in and speak life into you and to help you in those situations so that you can be in the bold opportunity, step into boldness, play boldly and not be timid. And if you are playing timid, they can tell you, yo, you're playing timid. You're playing so scared right now. You're very hesitant. Why? And reevaluate that so that we can take action. So that's the third. And then the last thing I want to mention is we got to redefine failure, redefine what failing looks like for us. See it as an opportunity to learn for a continuous improvement. Again, I'm telling you, if we see failure as failure only, we will continue to stay in failure. But if we see it as a learning opportunity, then we won't be so afraid to fail. We will see it as a place where we can grow and learn from it and continue to move forward towards our purpose, towards our goals, towards our passions. So again, operate in a place of boldness by doing these four things. First one, define your learning cycle. Second, define your competitive advantage. Third, define your people. And then fourth, redefine failure. So my call to action to you call to action to you is to play boldly <laughs> play boldly today and to do that i want you to find one step just one action that you can take that will progress you towards the goals that you set for yourself let's start playing boldly today and leave timidity behind in 2020 Yes, stop playing timid. Stop playing timid. Man, you know, so as I, as I was reflecting on this episode, this thought came to mind that, you know, this phrase of we're all trying to figure it out. You know, I want to provide some assurance in you taking steps towards your purpose, taking steps towards your passion. It's just that everybody's trying to figure it out. I get so wrapped up in trying to be perfect, trying to keep things in line, keep things intact, have a, the right words or the right answer or the right decision towards whatever action it is. And I look to other people and I see their success and I see them excelling in certain ways. I'm like, dang, they got it. Like they figured it out. Like they know what it is. But I have to remember that like in this life, we all are on this journey together. You know, some may be a little bit further, some may be a little bit behind, some may be right where we are too. 
But in this path, in this, you know, in this boat that we're on, sure, like there's different steps in all this, but other people have probably experienced the same thing I'm experiencing or other people will experience what I'm currently experiencing. So knowing that nobody has life 100% figured out that we're still in the same perspective or trying to figure out different things, you know, or the same things just in different contexts of where we are at. It just helps provide some level of assurance knowing that, you know, I'm figuring it out. You're figuring it out. The dude next door is figuring it out. You know, the dude I'm scrolling, I'm following on social media is figuring it out too. But they are doing it in a way that steps with confidence and knowing that, like, if I'm figuring it out, I know you're figuring it out. So let's figure it out together. Like, let's work through this together. Let's experience this same journey together and we can help one another in this space. So that's something I wanted to make sure I articulated at the end of this is that we're all trying to figure it out. We're all taking steps towards working through this journey together. So let's do that together and not be so isolated or be so uh, insecure with our own abilities, with our own giftings to be able to take action. So stop playing timid. (laughs) Stop it. My question for you this week, because, you know, I got to reflect the question to say to you is what is one action that you can take that will stop you from being timid? How will you stop being timid this week? Let me know. Thanks so much for listening to On The Mic with Ray White. And before you leave, I got a few asks for you. First, connect with me on social media and let me know what your thoughts are on this episode. You can find me on my personal page at Ray Devante on all social accounts and this podcast at OTM Podcast on Instagram. Next, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on your favorite listening device. Make sure that you go ahead and find On The Mic with Ray White on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And make sure that you let me know that you're listening. And finally, share this episode with a friend. Take the time to send them a link or tag them on your social media platforms and start the conversation around them, around the reflective topics and the questions on this episode. Thanks so much. And don't forget to share your story with others. Peace.